following sermon was delivered at the 1030 worship service at the United Methodist Church of Kent. Please enjoy. Good morning. This morning we are going to be talking about the realities on friendship with God. Some of you made the most important decision of your life when you decided to allow God to be your friend. And some of the stuff I share today may be something you've experienced. The truth about friendship with God is that it's a lot like some of our other friendships. It takes a lot of work, and sometimes it's no walk in the park. I, I get, I can get, it can get downright hard to be God's friend. The reality is it's not going to be easy. God may allow you to go through a rough time. For example, parents may get divorced, and you're going to think that it's the end of the world as you know it. A family member may lose their job, and all of a sudden you don't have the nice things that you used to have. Your grandparents or other people you love may die, and you wonder why. Your cousin that you looked up to during your childhood may end up going to prison for eight years. Your brother may go through a routine surgery, but almost die because the doctor made a mistake. And you wonder why God will allow him to go through that. Some pretty rough things may happen, and believe me, they could. Because all of this stuff has happened to people we know. A lot of people became God's friend when they were young but never really learned to live like a Christian. Some people think that God is this cosmic Santa Claus that we want to bless us when we are a good little boy or girl. But sometimes it feels like God is a big kid with a magnifying glass, and we are the anthill he was trying to destroy. As I grew up, I realized that God really did care, and he really was going to be my best friend. Yeah, grandparents die, but they're in a better place now. They're with God. Yeah, family members go to, do go to prison, but his family still loves him and visits him every week. Yeah, surgeries go wrong, but people live to tell about them. Yeah, parents lose their job and went to, into a state of depression, but those situations you can learn the importance of responsibility and trust. Yeah, parents get divorced, but through that you can learn what worked in their marriage, and I try to learn from what didn't. Psalm 1, chapter 139, verse 16 says, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Once you realize that God knew everything that was going to happen in your life and that he didn't intervene in certain situations, you begin to understand what he was doing. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says, For we are God's workmanship, created in Jesus Christ to do good works, which God prepared, for us in, advance, prepared in advance for us to do. That word workmanship is a Greek poyama, and it means a product, a thing that is made, a work of art. You see, you have to understand that God is at work on you, and those experiences in your life are helping to shape him, shape you into the work of art that he was, he was and still creating. You see, as God's friends, sometimes it's not going to be easy. Sometimes we'll want to scream at him and say, why? Why are you doing this? Why is this happening? But if we take the time to invest our friendship with God, to truly get to know God, we will know what he's doing. Phil chapter 1 verse 6 says, Being confident of this, that, that he who began a good work on you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. God began a work in you the moment you believed in him. Whether that was one day ago or several years ago, God started a work in you to make you more and more like him. And the things that you experience 
help in shaping and completing that work in you. A woman was reading the Bible and came across Malachi chapter 3, verse 3, which says, He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. This verse puzzled her, and she wondered what it meant about character and nature of God. That week, the woman called a silversmith and made an appointment to watch him at work. She didn't mention anything about the process of refining silver. As she watched the silversmith, he held a piece of silver over the fire and let it heat up. He explained that in refining silver, one needed to hold the silver in the middle of the fire where the flames were hottest as to burn away all the impurities. The woman thought about God holding us in such a hot spot, then she thought again about the verse, He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. She asked the silversmith, If it were true that he had to sit there in front of the fire the whole time the silver was being refined, the man answered, Yes. Not only, had he had to, not only he had to sit there holding the silver, but he had to keep his eyes on the silver the entire time it was in the fire. If the silver was left a moment too long in the flames, it would be destroyed. The man was silent for a moment. Then she asked the silversmith, How do you know when the silver is fully refined? He smiled at her and he said, Oh, that's easy, when I see my image in it. Once we understand that the reality... Between, the reality between friendship with God isn't easy. We can look at the other side of friendship. It's this. Friendship with God isn't easy, but it's worth it. The skit that we just watched both perplexed and challenged me at the same time. There were two actors. One was God, and the other one was just like you or me. The guy like you or me just said a prayer. God, help me be like you. Mold me and make me. And, then, and just then, God like he's creating a sculpture, starts massaging and smoothing out the rough edges. Then he takes a hammer and chisel and starts chiseling at the guy's shoulder. Ow, that hurts. And God says, you wanted me to make you more, wanted me to make you more like me, didn't you? Well, yes, but I didn't know it would hurt. The truth is that sometimes it will hurt, but it's worth it. I hope that when you saw that skit, that maybe you were in the process of changing some things in your life and you realize that you were undergoing some chiseling yourself. I also hope that you realize God has been doing an extreme makeover in your life, and a lot of it has been painful, but it's been worth it. So this, so this week, I challenge you to take some time to yourselves, some time to reflect on what God may be doing or allowing to happen in our lives that hurts. Talk to him about it. Invest in that friendship and just talk to him. If it hurts, tell him it hurts. Ask him what he's doing. Are you going to resist his work in your life? Or are you going to invest in your friendship by communicating with him, by trusting him, and by allowing him to shape you in the masterpiece he is trying to create? Thank you for listening to this edition of the United Methodist Church of Kent Sermon Podcast. For more information about the church, visit www.kentmethodist.org.